You're listening to Sex in Iceland with Sigadak, the sexologist. Here you'll be following me on my trips through Iceland, talking about sex, delivering sex ed, stand up about sex, and just whatever comes up, really. So if you're interested in sex, or even if you're just interested in Iceland, this might be something for you. Hey, 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 it's your favorite sexologist in Iceland, not that there are many sexologists in Iceland, and I might be the only one doing a podcast, so therefore I can say that I am your favorite sexologist in a podcast. Um, <clears throat> there was this time when I was living downtown in Reykjavik. 101 Reykjavik, we call it. That's the popular area code. And I thought to myself, I was quite searching for the meaning of life. I didn't know what I wanted to do, what I should do, how I should feel. And I was so... I was not just angry. I was just a bit mad. I was crazy. And um, I was thinking to myself, should I take singing classes? Is that something? And mind you, I didn't. I don't want a singing career. Like, I didn't want to be a singer I just wanted to be able to hold my own when it came to like parties and people singing. I thought like, wouldn't it be nice if I could just actually kill it in a party, just like doing Sing Star? Yeah, well, this was the time when Sing Star was really popular. Do you remember that game, that thing that you hooked up to, um, I guess your Nintendo or something, and you had this microphone and you, you got points if you were, I guess, in tune with the song. Hated that game, by the way. Hated it. But uh, and. Then I found out that it was really expensive and you have to study and it's all this like work and I just I couldn't do the work because I didn't want to do the work. So I never did get those singing lessons, although, you know, um, I did get dragged on stage with um, Peaches this one time. No Peaches? Fuck the pain away. Fuck the pain away. Sucking on my titties like you wanted me. Calling me all the time. Anyway, so she came and did a show here in Iceland. I'm guessing it was 2000, 2000 or 2001. Can't quite remember. But so we had this, we were these huge Peaches fans. And we had this Peaches pre-party. And I, I wore these hot pants, um, net um, stockings. And I had this chain. And, and I made this t-shirt that said, fuck the pain away. That I kind of um, fastened with bobby pins. It's not poppy pins. What are they called? Safety pins on my T-shirt and had all this black makeup and stuff. And the place was just crowded and was so sweaty. Like, like sweat was just dripping off of us. And it was she was on this tiny stage. So it was really close to the fans. And we got up front. And she actually pulled me on stage to sing Fuck the Pain Away. And I have this picture. I think I might just upload it with this episode. Um, so if you go on SoundCloud, you can see the pictures. It doesn't show up on the podcast if you're listening through iTunes you have to go like on SoundCloud to find it but uh it's this really sweaty picture of me and Peaches and just the crowd went nuts and she was just there like and she um she spit blood over me or some crazy shit like that and I was like fuck the pain away fuck the so drunk out of my ass and uh but it was an amazing night and then we went after the show to our local little club called um, Prekith, if you are in Iceland or go to Iceland. So I used to work at Prekith. And um, this was a time when I, see, I haven't been to Prekith for quite some time, not like for partying, because, you know, I'm like 15 years older than the average crowd that's there. Um, 
But when I went to Prigen, when I was actually in my 20s and was working there, it was quite a wild spot. Like um, it plays a lot of rap and R&B and it used to get quite crazy in there, like crazy, crazy, dancing on tables, swing the lights, blasting the music, spraying people with water, throwing uh, ice cubes everywhere. It's, it's, it's just, it went nuts. So after that show, um, the Peaches show, which, which was just like on a Tuesday or something, um, and the clubs usually close at one in Iceland, we actually did go into the, that, that club, Prigith, me and a couple of friends, and took over the DJ booth and we're like, you have to play more Peaches! And we just shut it down. It was so much fun. Those were the days, my friends. Those were the days. I think everybody has to have that has to have but you know it's good to have had that craziness in your life especially when you're like me raising three kids and being married and having a house and a mortgage and trying to fix the house and trying to decide if you should spend all your money on a new car which you really don't want to do and you just have a car because it's necessary but all these things that like are so far from where you were and who you thought you would be but you're there and it's not that you're unhappy that you're there it's just like it feels so foreign. It's so strange. And you're like, okay, so is this more of the person that I am or should be? Or is the person that I was the true person that I am? The crazy person, the partying, dancing, just being crazy. Is that the person that I am or that I was or will be again? I, I don't know. I just, it kind of fascinates me. I've been thinking a lot about this. Um, but anyway, so... What I wanted to talk about today is this um, little survey that I did here in Iceland. I do a lot of surveys on Facebook, so they're not like proper scientific data that I go through an ethics committee. It's just something that I throw out in the cosmos that I just want to see. It's just like a preliminary, like, okay, is something here for me to look into further? Um, and, and I think that's perfect, you know, because you can do these free surveys on um, Google Docs or Google Forms. And... And they're amazing. They, they give you like an Excel. You can get all the data in an Excel form. So you can actually um, use that to go deeper into the data if you want to, if you have the skills and the time. Um, but you can just also get like just really basic graphs, which is just the basic statistics. It doesn't tell. It just gives you like hints of something they might be interested to look into further. And I have talked about my results from um, Icelanders and oral sex. So now I wanted to go into masturbation at work. Mm -hmm. I had 325 respondents in this survey. And most most of my respondents were aged between 18 and 35. Okay. So over 60% of people, oh no, wait, this is 30, 73% of my respondents were between the ages of 18 and 35. And that's basically um, the following on my webpage or my Facebook page. That's that age. Um, We had 70% women and 30% men. And this is also reflects kind of um, the percentage. Uh, I, I get more response from women on my Facebook page. Um, 82%, just over 82% were straight and 11% were bi. And then the rest was um, kind of spread between being gay, pan, asexual. Okay, um, do you masturbate? 97.5 said yes. How often, on average, 
do you masturbate per month? And over 50, just over 50% said, it just depends. Some, some months it's more, other months it's less. So it's kind of, you know, um, but then 21% said uh, more than five times a month. So that's just over one time a week. And 17% said on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Okay, then comes the golden question. Do you masturbate at work? 42% says, uh, no, it did not even occur to me. 11% say, I have tried it once. 29% says, mm, yeah, it has happened. Uh, but just like 6%, yeah, on a regular basis. And 3%, so 11 responded says, I want to but I wouldn't dare. Mm -hmm. Um, So I asked them, okay, if you masturbate at work, where do you masturbate at work? And 44% said in the bathroom, 8% said somewhere secluded, and 50%, well, yeah, it didn't apply to them. So the bathroom is the most popular, and then somewhere secluded, or if they have a shower, 3% said the shower. Somebody said, a few people said um, in the conference room, and a few people said in the changing room. So they had that at their work. Okay, what time of day at work do you like best masturbating? Um, and, and 27%, oh, it depends. said at night and 7% said um, afternoon. And then I asked, what is your vocation? Like, what is, yeah, what what do you do? There were a lot of students, teachers, nurses, salesperson, experts, um, lawyers, CEOs, designers, baristas, um, project managers, uh, teachers, drivers, um special eds no that was not special eds that was um like uh i don't know how you translate this into english oh it's um oh this is not gonna sound too nice it's um um, employees of kindergarten okay so uh i don't know if (laughs) i haven't gone into if the people who were employed at the kindergarten masturbated at work or did not these are just the respondents for for this survey okay some of the people were working in a library in a store they were experts they were um, a baker a night watchman at a hotel um uh, uh, just uh what what do you call this some yeah somebody's a waitress works with computers works in a hotel works in a kitchen is a secretary works at subway this actually somebody says as a working subway somebody works with fish works in the post office again night watchman um so it's like it's across the board it's all kinds of people's people okay so i guess if you masturbate at work why do you do so and 44% because because I'm horny, say, you know, 44%. And that's a, that's a fair enough reason. Um, 24%, uh, just under 20, 25%, actually, 24.8% said, um, to get rid of some tension. So tension builds up at work. What do you go? You go to the bathroom or a secluded place and you jerk off. Um, 11% say to just get release, okay? And 8% say, 
because I am bored. So you're so bored at work that you may as well just jerk off. I haven't looked into it, but that might be the night watchman. I hope it's not the person at Subway. Okay. Have you had sex with your boss in your workplace? Mm-hmm. 9% said no, but I want to. Um, 3% said yep, on a regular basis. And 4% said only once. Have you had sex with a co-worker in your workplace? Mm-hmm. 18% said, no, but I want to. Um, 6% said, yeah, on a regular basis. And 16% said, yes, once. But 55% said, no, thank you. And here I asked, okay, so were you in a relationship when you had sex with another person in your workplace? And just over 9% says, yep. I was in a relationship with another person. So they were cheating in the workplace. It's just under 10% people. Um, and 9% says, I was in a relationship with the person that I was having sex with in my workplace. Um, but 14% were single. And then I asked, what kind of sex have you had at your work? And... Um, 62% of those who had sex at their work had intercourse, penis, uh, vagina. 42% um, gave somebody a hand job. 43% got a hand job. 37% um, gave somebody a blow job. Um, 20, 28% received a blow job. Um, six, uh, just under 7% got ass and anus, um, 63% had a French kiss, uh, 48% had like a cup of feel, you know, uh, uh, outside of the clothes, so it was some fondling going on, and 45% copped somebody else's clothes, or you know, cup of feel, I like that, cup of feel, um, three, or just under 4%, uh, put their finger put their finger in somebody's ass, and just over four percent got a finger in their ass. Okay, it's interesting. Um, something that you want to talk about that yeah, and I, then I gave people like a, a comments section. Sorry, I have to water my throat here. Get a drink of water. If you live in Iceland or if you ever visit Iceland, you should know that our water is drinkable. Do not. For the love of God and nature, buy water from the store. It's just, please, it's just supporting more plastic waste. Get a refillable bottle and fill it with water from the tap. Do not believe some hotels that will have you think that our water is not drinkable. That's crazy talk. Have your own good water bottle and just fill it up. And if you're driving around the country and you see a little cutesy stream, Go and fill up your water bottle. It's totally safe. It's totally fine. It's totally drinkable. We all do it and it's perfectly nice and fine. And just please. And save money while you're at it, you know? Okay, it's something that annoys me greatly when I travel abroad is all the water I have to buy and all the waste. It just it drives me up the wall. Um Okay, what do people say here? They felt it was very exciting but stressful. But they actually it resulted in a relationship. Um, and 
people said, oh, it got me into trouble. One said, it was on me and my friend's bucket list. One said, I love when my boyfriend visits me in my work and we have all... No, she's saying it's a fantasy of mine. Sorry, I'm, I'm translating this from Icelandic. She's saying it's a fantasy of mine that my boyfriend would visit me in my work and have sex with me, but I'm not sure if it's going to happen. Um, a lot of people are saying, I want to have sex with somebody I work with, but I wouldn't dare. Somebody says, oh, this has happened when we have the um, the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Another, another person said, not my thing. Mm-hmm. And one person said, but it was closed. Like, my workplace was closed. It was after hours. Um, and another person is like, does French kissing count? That's funny. But another person said, um, when I worked in a bar, I thought it was okay. And there I masturbated. But now I work with clients and children. And it's just totally inappropriate and not a turn on. So see how interesting this is? Just asking people. It's... um. It's just like, okay, is there something there? Something there that I should ask more about or um, take it a little bit deeper? So if we, because I love my Googling, if I just Google, and my Googling is going to have different results from your Googling, if we just Google sex at work, um, we have a recent article. Oh, it's just like two or three weeks old. Damn. No, it's sorry, two months old, but still, that's not, that's not. Oh, of course, sex at work, that translates into sex work. I'm sorry, I didn't... Yeah, that's not exactly what I was... And and site number two that comes up in my Googling is um, a porn site. Sex three is... Uh, site three is Wikipedia, or site three and four is Wikipedia. Site four is understanding sex work in an open society. And then the fifth is um, a news article. So, you know, sex at work just has one porn result in my... Um, which is actually, you know, a common theme, I guess, in in some porn movies. It's the whole, you know, oh, here am I just working. Oh, hello, Mr. Boss Man or Boss Lady. Or hello, here you have your penis in my hair or something. But uh, the Time has an article from um, from this year, 2018. That time, the time I almost lost my job for having sex at work. And it's anonymous, you know. Oh, it's posted as sex negative? That's interesting. I didn't know that the cut defined by sex negative and sex positive. Um, and I guess, like, huh, I'd have to go into this. Like, what does it mean to be sex negative? Does it mean that you shouldn't do this? Or is it sex negative because it had possible negative consequences? But uh, this is sex negative is the cuts series on the messy, clumsy, unromantic reality of boning. But does that have to be sex negative? I thought sex positive was just about talking about an open manner but sex negative okay people we're gonna have to look into this and do it i'm gonna check this out a little bit more how many articles do they have under sex negative oh okay so if you check it out under sex negative from the cut which is like uh, under the times new york times they have the tale of the rope tampon jane fonda is retiring from doing it the worst rim job story ever the mount everest of dicks worst sex ever he lost a condom inside of me. Is that the worst sex ever? Like, who hasn't had that happen? Seriously. Worst sex ever. I peed all over us. That's happened to loads of people. Oh, okay. Well, I guess, you know. Okay. Okay, well, I mean, fair, fair fuck. But so she's talking about this and blah, blah, blah. Some maintenance guy. Uh, okay. 
So they were in the bathroom. They hooked up many times. He, she gets a dirty Snapchat from him. Um, okay, they were... Yeah, okay. So this is just that they almost got caught. That's not... That's not terrible. She was... Uh, we started making out, which quickly turned into groping and then me unzipping his pants and getting on my knees. We were right where we were supposed to be for business reasons and no one would miss us if we were gone a couple extra minutes. I was really into it. The little hint of danger was exciting. That's when I heard the front door open, two men talking in Spanish and the front door close again. I've never whipped the dick out of my mouth so fast in my life. I scooted over as silently as possible to close the bathroom door before they saw us. So what was he doing? Oh, she was corporate property manager office work. Okay. One day, an existing tenant came into the office looking to upgrade from his one bedroom. So I grabbed some keys and took him to an empty apartment for a tour. He was pretty obviously flirting with me the entire time, and I certainly didn't try to divert his attention. Nothing physical happened, though, until we came back to the apartment a couple of weeks later to do a walkthrough the day before we moved before he moved in. And we were in the bathroom checking everything out when I felt him come up behind me and put his hands on my hips. A bold move, but we'd been flirting and joking around with each other at every opportunity in between our first meeting and this one, so it was a welcome one. Okay, this might not have been a welcome one. This might have been, you know, construed as some unwanted attention. Well, anyway, so the, these uh, maintenance men come in and they went, did a couple of repairs. She managed to close the bathroom. I just kept thinking to myself, if anyone finds out I'm in here with this guy, this guy, I'm going to lose my job. And I know he can't support the both of us because I've seen his paychecks. What? So she automatically assumes that because she's going down on him or whatever she's doing. Yeah, she's going down on him, giving him a blowjob. Um, that this is going to result in them being together and like that she's going to lose her job and now he has to support them. So she automatically assumes that they're going to be a couple, be an item, that she's going to move in with him, that he's going to be paying her away. Like, why wouldn't you just get a new job if you lose your job? This is so weird. This is, it it might be different um, cultural reality, but um, I'm not sure that we would say this in Iceland. We, We don't ever expect somebody to pay our way. No way, no how. We pay our own way. I would never be like, you have to support us now. That's so strange to be so foreign, even though I'm married. Um, I'm not sure how long I sat there before I started to get bored, mostly because I hadn't brought my phone with me and I had no idea what the time was. The guy, pants still open, kept touching my shoulder and the back of my head, which seemed like an encouragement to get back to sucking his dick, tiny, thinly veiled as an act of comfort and reassurance. Once I calmed down, though, I didn't want to finish things up, mostly to ensure we could have sex again in the future. No, wait, 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 I read that incorrectly. Once I calmed down, though, I did want to finish things up, mostly to ensure we could have sex again in the future in a slightly less career-compromising scenario. Before things had taken a turn, I had been having a lot of fun. Okay, when I was satisfied with the maintenance guys were occupied, when I was satisfied that the maintenance guys were occupied with what they were doing and weren't trying to bust into the bathroom, I reached for him again and finished him off. We hooked up many more times afterward, and although we both had gone our separate ways from that building long ago, he still sends me the occasional dirty Snapchat. Um, okay, see, 
this is interesting for various reasons, but uh, this thing with finishing him off, finish things up, it always, it, it's so ejaculatory in focus, it's so phallic in focus, so male focused. Why didn't he go down on her? Why wasn't she like, okay, guy, quid pro quo, this is this was half time, now it's my time. Um, this is nothing, you know, it's okay with enjoying yourself, with giving somebody a blowjob. It's okay, it doesn't have to be a two-way street, no way, no how. But uh, it, it just, it feels so weird. Something about this just feels weird to me. Like, I want to finish him off so we can have sex again in the future. Um what if you don't finish him off does that mean that you're not a finisher or that you don't you don't want to leave business unfinished i i don't get it it's it's weird there's so many weird things out there that we say about sex and how we think about sex and i'm wondering you know how would this have been if we turn it on its head haha and uh it would have been like she she would have been like totally aggressive to him and been like Please go down on me. I'm so hot. I've been noticing you've been flirting with me all day. I just really want you to go down on me. Like, is this something that a woman would say that she can say? And what's the response that she would get? That to me is so interesting. That dynamic. Is that ever up for grabs? Or is it just whipping a penis out and sucking it off? And it really reminds me of that episode from Sex and the City when Samantha was sucking off the postman. And, um, and oh, what's her? Um, she came in, Charlotte, and was told. No, it wasn't Charlotte. It was um, Carrie, and Carrie was like totally shocked. And Samantha was like, "Okay, did it go too far, or is it for me? Is it for him? You know, this whole debate. And there's no right answer. There's no wrong answer. It's just like this open debate about who, uh, what pleasure can we have? What brings us pleasure? And the whole weird gender dynamic and the power dynamic that that brings as well, because you also have to look at the power imbalance. Um, but here she has this guy's rent, rent his, his guy's housing in his hat, in her hands. Like she can refuse to rent him this apartment. So that also brings about this really weird dynamic. Um, yeah, so sex in the workplace, people. It's real. It's happening. If you're masturbating in the workplace, there's no shame in it. Just do it in a private place. Try not to get caught. And please wash your hands. This concludes this week's episode of Sex in Island with Sikaduk, a sexologist.